Hello. Hello. Welcome to another episode of Load of Old Waffle. Waffling on about film, TV, news, and things we've watched this week in the cinema. All that good stuff, and it has been an eventful week as always. So this week we will be dissecting trailers for Asteroid City, the Marvels, other things I'm immediately forgetting because my phone is locked and I cannot see my notes. The Penguin, Fool's Paradise, the Continental from the world of John Wick. What a ridiculous name that is. (laughs) True Detective Season 4. Then we'll be getting into some news. We have DC casting news. We have Renfield's budget, which, uh, not budget, box office. Not very good. Tarantino's final film. Uh, We have some HBO Max uh, change news. We have a Harry Potter reboot. Uh, Hmm. Would you like to give that a big boo off the bat? Boo. Yep, awful. Why are they doing it? J.K. Rowland's involved. We'll get into it. Uh, big old shit emoji. <laughs> uh, Baywatch reboot. Mia Goff joining the MCU. Ooh. Uh, John Wick 4 is having a bloody good time at cinemas. Uh, Disney lost a lot of money on two animated films. We'll get into it. Uh, Clint Eastwood. Final film is taking shape uh, with some plot and casting news. And Amazon uh, are diving into the MGM back catalogue to develop some films and series, and we will talk about some of those. Then what, we, films what have will we, we be reviewing? What have we watched, Mike? We have watched Air. We have watched Air. We will uh, also be reviewing Dungeons and Dragons. Yes. And we, we will be reviewing uh, 65. Nice. Mm-hmm. Well remembered. I'm glad A you remembered. Schedule, and as always, we will Thank be starting. Room. With some Katie trivia. Oh, no, no, I always no. forget about the trivia. Uh, so Very in, scary. In honour of 65, mm-hmm. uh, Katie, could you please name me uh, just seven dinosaurs? Oh, God. T-Rex? T-Rex will accept. A pterodactyl. That's two, yep. Uh, well done for not pronouncing the P. Common mistake. Pterodactyl. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, gonna have to rush you, I'm afraid. <laughs> you can get more than two dinosaurs, surely. Think of the one that Chris Pratt's Rex. friends with. You've said that one, that's a T Rex. Fuck. <laughs> What's which one's Chris Pratt best friends with? He loves that's it. Not real, he loves though. it like a brother. Well yeah, don't give it its actual name that he's given it, that name of that animal. Blue. <laughs> yeah, you don't blue isn't a type of dinosaur. Oh. What's the type of music? Eminem does it. Rap. Raptor. Raptor, there's three. There's three. Uh, Some uh, of them are veggies. You got any veggie ones? Oh. Big long necks. One, one came in a museum near right where we lived. For years, because it was here during lockdown, so it got stuck a here. Di- diplodocus. A diplodocus. I don't think you're going to get to seven, are you? A, a, bron- a bronchiosaurus. Yeah, bronchiosaurus. You're up to five. Uh, oh... Golly gosh, a lizard. <laughs> <laughs> lizard. And at that point, we will say that that's one point for me. Give me two more. You tell I me I don't answer. have two more. I can't believe that. That was well happened. Um, <laughs> you ready for question number two? Yeah, I'm just Googling dance. In honour of air, could you name me three basketball players? Uh, Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. LeBron James. LeBron James. Is he basketball? Yeah. He is, yeah. Uh, Colby. Kobe. By Brian. 
Right. So you're showing up both our lack of knowledge now because I'm not even 100% sure if that is the right sport. I will check for Kobe. I think it is. Yeah, you're right. You got it. Well done. Nice. I'm out just looking at all nowhere. the dinosaurs now. I'm really upset with myself. Which ones did you forget? What do you want to give a shout out to? Uh, Triceratops. Oh, classic. It is technically a Velociraptor, which I didn't actually think were real. Genuinely. I thought that was a Jurassic thought, Park. No, Blue's real. Well, Blue isn't real. Well, none of them are real anymore. They're all dead, aren't they? Stegosaurus. Should have got that. They're all dead, Zell Washington. Other than that, I'm pretty happy. Pretty happy with the ones you forgot. Feeling good about it. Well, I only would have got two more. There is no way you would have got seven. I would have. Absolutely not. I gave, I gave you a couple. You were never getting Diplodocus. That was um, right. God. Final Did question. You? The decider. 1-1. One, one. Mm. Can you name me five Dungeons & Dragons characters, please? Uh, when you read it. I'm sorry, Mike, but straight off the bat, I don't think I can name any of them. I can't even remember what Chris Pine's character was called. Oh, God. The, there was the, like, the wizardy guy. You want me to accept wizard guy? <laughs> you want me to try wizard guy on IMDb? See if he pops up. Was she up. called Helga? Fast Helga was girl. one, yeah. Yes. Tell you what, I'll give it if you can get three. Okay. God, what was Chris Pine called? I couldn't get three. I'll be honest with you. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have got Helga. Oh, what was the ginger girl called as well? She had a funny name. She did. I mean, they all did. Do you want to give up? No, she called like... Dorp or something like that. Dorp. <laughs> I will check for Dorp. Um, <laughs> I don't think there's been many Dorps in film, <laughs> I have to say. No! Um, Dex? No. It does start with... Door, but it's not door. Dorf. Nope. One of them just has a normal name. One of them is named after one of the in-betweeners, and if you get it in your first two in-betweener name guesses, Simon. you can have it. It was Simon. Yes. The wizard guy was Simon. Oh, God, what was Chris Pine called? Almost like my favourite English director. Oh, that's a lot of pressure. Edgar Wright? No. Oh, yeah, so the first three letters are right. E-D-G? Yep. Ed- no. This isn't a name that exists. What is it? Edgin. Oh, I would never have got that. I wanted to say James. Did What What did you think the girl was called originally? Dorf. Well, there, was a, there was a Gorg. Hmm. What was she called then? Um, She was called Doric. Doric. Yeah, I would not have got that. Edgin. Uh, there was a Forge. He was the bad guy. He was Hugh Grant. Uh, Chris Pine's daughter was just called Kira. Oh, I thought maybe I should have got that. Right, yeah. moving on, Mike, moving on. Okay, Katie Trivia, I win again. So we're a resounding win. I memory. can't remember the last time you won. Should we dive into but, some... Sorry, should we recall when I got all the Scrubs episodes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Once in, a, once in a blue moon, you win. It's uh, when I do. And speaking of uh, the moon, it looked like it was nighttime a lot in the True Detective trailer. What a link. <laughs> what a link. <laughs> <laughs> just building bridges. Just yeah, oh, seamless transitions, <laughs> like a PowerPoint made in two thousand and six. <laughs> See, nice that reference. was good. Thank Very you. Nice um, this looked really good. Yeah, it looked a lot more like season one than the last couple of seasons. It looks like there's Great. a case and. Um, the detective is being interviewed, which is very season one. Mm-hmm. I think Woody Harrelson and Matthew Conaway were both interviewed, kind of in the present, and then it cut back to the past. Uh, mm-hmm. Also looks like there's ties to season one because I think that big spiral thing um, was in season one as well. 
can't remember season one at all, I'm not going to lie. Not Spiral from the Book of Saw, just because, you know, swiggles and spirals becoming common. Yeah, Becoming I did. I think I saw when I saw that. A lot of swiggles and stuff. Hard to, hard to separate one swiggle from the other now. No, it looked really good. It looked really dark and grey. Bit, bit scary. Classic True Detective. You know what else it looks though? Mm. Cold. Why is no one wearing gloves? Yeah. Gloves. Obscene. Big thick socks. Very cold. Really place. big thick socks. Two pairs. Um. Yeah, I'm excited for this though. Yeah, me too. I like that you can go into each one as well because I haven't watched three yet. I might watch it before this comes out but if i don't it's not like it's gonna have any impact on this one mm. um it's not, yeah i don't think there's been a bad bad series of true detective i just don't think anything's kind of come close to season one yet mm. maybe this one can i hope so I like jodie foster i like jodie foster too uh she uh that guy threw the semen in her face that time yeah he did do that yeah this trailer gave you just enough as well. No semen in the face, which is always good from a trailer. It was missing semen in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Different approaches to semen in the face there. I said it good good when it's not in a trailer. You said it was missing it. You think Jodie Foster's at her best when getting semen thrown directly in her face. Well, don't rule it out, Mike. It might happen. <laughs> uh, let's talk about... Speaking of semen in the face... Oh. Um, it looked like there were some sea men, as in men on the sea... In the penguin because Gotham's all flooded. Boom, link. Nice. I can't fault it. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did you think? Um, I thought many things. Many things. Did you think? Oh, Colin Farrell looks cool. Which one was Colin Farrell? The penguin. You joking? We what? He was in the Batman film. I know, but when we were watching the trailer, it said Colin Farrell. I was like, oh great, can't wait to see him in the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was confused. And I thought, Can you not recognise his voice in his eyes? I recognise his voice, Those but not his eyes. sweet Irish eyes. Well, by the end of the trailer, I thought, that was a bit misleading. <laughs> <laughs> you thought they'd just thrown his name in there for some clout? A little bit, yeah. Uh, I think it looks good. It's obviously... I, actually, I was looking at his makeup and thought, there's no way that's him. Well, that's why the makeup's so good. But yeah, yeah. I think, he was nominated, I think he was nominated for an Oscar, actually. Credit where it's due, yeah, because yeah. it does look really good. I did not think it was him at all. Well, no they, kind that, Irish you've just complimented that makeup artist entirely. Mm-hmm. Well done, uh, people who make Colin Farrell look so disgusting. Because uh, it's not easy because he's a handsome bloke. He's a handsome bloke. With a lovely voice. Neither of which are on display in his role as the Penguin. <laughs> stripping away both his assets. Um, I think it's... Uh, I think it looks good. I think it's one of them desperate things where they're like, again, we'll get into it. We've changed our name. Look how cool and edgy we are now. Mm. Um... Because obviously they weren't ready for a trailer because some shots just are unfinished. So mm. I don't know why you'd bother releasing a trailer with half unfinished yeah. stuff. I feel um, like it didn't really give me anything. No, because they, they, I, don't, I don't even know if they finished filming it yet. So Oh, that's oh, They might have literally just finished filming. I, I don't know, but um, it has a good cast. I think um, the actress from, and she's in loads of things that I like, but I can never remember her name. Kristen Malotti, who is uh, the from Dark Quiet Death, oh yeah, and uh, Palm Springs and all that, and it also has uh, Clancy Brown, various others. I won't scroll through the entire IMDb. I, I think it looks good. Uh, I think uh, what's he called? Who directed the film? Who directed the Batman? What is his name? How has that flipped from me? That you is. Are- this is bad. This is the stuff I'm supposed to be good at. The Batman. Rob Bat, Bat and Bat. His na- Matt Reeves. Yeah, I don't know. I think Matt Reeves is involved. Um, 
and I, 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 you'd assume it will do something to set up the Batman 2. But will it? Because aren't they scrapping it? No, the Batman 2 is going ahead. With Robert Batman? Yeah, that's one of the DC Elseworlds films. Oh. We talked about this. Oh, it's just so confusing. It's man. very confusing. It's almost as confusing as the villain's plot from Shazam 2 that we talked about last week, which huh. was nonsense involving apples and trees and... So Rob Bat Batman Bat isn't in the DCEU? N- no, I don't even think it's called the DCEU anymore. Oh, I don't dear. even know what it's going to be called. We have some casting news, though, coming up. Some okay. casting news for a project. Um, but back to the Penguin. Uh, yeah, I think it looks good. I, I, I don't know if we can expect a Rob Bat Batman Bat appearance. I would love a Bat Batman Bat appearance. if we don't get a Rob Bat Batman Bat appearance, are we just supposed to think Batman's gone on holiday? Yeah. Because the Penguin's doing crimes. He shoots a guy. He shoots a guy, someone nearly stabs him. He's all angry crime. and stuff. Yeah, confusing. Is ba- has Batman just got shit? Does he just, between films, does he just, you know, go to Ibiza and stuff? So the now really, I just think the whole thing's a big fucking mess. It's very confusing because they'll be like, the Batman will have like an extended universe now because they'll be the yeah. Batman and this spin-off and then there'll be the Joker, which is a, another the separate universe. Yeah. And then there'll be... The new Batman in James Gunn's universe. It is very confusing. It'd be it's fine if they were all just like standalone films and like they might have like trilogies yeah, but build them into like or whatever, but they are trying to build up this big universe, massive universe. Yeah, so it, is confusing. It, it is confusing, yeah. Uh, speaking of big massive universes, uh, the Marvels takes us to space. You're getting really good at this. Stop it. Stop it, you. Um, you know who didn't like this trailer? Who? Angry Men. Oh. Of a certain age and build, I would say. Um, most are fat the poor poor um yeah it's been downvoted a lot um as expected um i i i think it looks pretty i think it looks fun um i think it looks nice and light i think the effects look solid in every shot which is good Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. you know from the worrying signs from the very first ant-man trailer um i just i I don't. I think this just looks fun, like you said. I don't understand why people hate Brie Larson so much. Um, I don't either. I really like her. I mean, there's obviously the people who just don't like things that are, you know, woke and in inverted commas. Um, yeah. I don't really. I mean, it look. It looks good. I like the cat. Oh, that's the cat. I with think. The um, and stuff. From the brief glimpse of them together, the three, uh, Monica, Kamala, and Carol seem to have great chemistry. I'm really excited to see Monica Rambeau come back. Yeah, she was really good in uh, WandaVision. Yeah, she was. Bit of a standout. Uh, yeah, she was, so I'm glad to see her kind of get integrated into the MCU a bit yeah, more. Yeah, her super suit is a little bit underwhelming. Mm. We got like a brief glimpse of it. It's not cool. I like, really like um, Captain Marvel's new suit with like um, kind of short sleeves and gloves. Uh. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah, that um, was cool. My one problem with this is like, we got a Secret Invasion trailer like a week ago mm-hmm. and it was like, oh, I wonder if Nick Fury's going to survive this. Yeah, he will. He'll survive it and he'll get a nice shave and just go uh, back to yeah. being regular suave Nick Fury, which is I a bit like, oh, okay. Was, I was, well, going to ask you, I wondered if it was set, the Marvels were set before it. I don't think we know for sure yet. I don't think there's been like a definitive answer, but it it seems very kind of like, Marvel of the past to release a trailer that spoils something that's not out yet. Yeah, so I don't. I, I don't think they'd be that dumb. No, I mean it's. I don't. I can't. I can't see it. But then, which is coming out first? Uh, Secret Invasion is out in July or June. One of the jizz, but not January. Two of the two. Two out of three of the jizz it could be. And um, <laughs> the Marvels is out in November. 
nodded oh, you. I'm su yeah, surprise. Yeah, it seems early. Um, I think they're just trying to get a bit of um, momentum I back, you know, a bit of excitement, given mm. that kind of it's died down a little bit. Um, but no, I, I think with Guardians with this, it could very easily be by the end of the year. Everyone's like, oh shit, Marvel's good again. I hope so. Um, and I kind of hope that, you know, Captain Marvel, people are like, oh shit, she's actually quite good because I like Brie Larson. I think she's I like a good I actress. Think good, I think yeah. she seems quite funny in real life. Um, and I don't really know what she did to get all the hate. Me neither. I think it's weird. Um, it's also like to just completely dismiss her now. Like yeah. Oh, yeah. Stuff, like. Yeah. Oh, she does well to like not let it, you know, mm. I don't know. Well, maybe, maybe it does bother her, but I don't know. I don't think I'd have a, an online presence. But yeah. fair play to her for saying, no, fuck you. Yeah, isn't it? I'm a superhero and you're a fat, fat fuck. <laughs> That's a Twitter bio. So fat, I had to say it <laughs> twice. That's also in a Twitter bio. It's a long bio. And then it just says <laughs> I'm also in films. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I like I like the look of it. Um, I think Kamala is really funny. Yeah, it, even like just cute. a scene of her reacting to... Is he called Goose the cat? He's called Goose, isn't he? Oh, I mean, no, Goose has got a body count. He's like... Goose is lethal. Goose is killing fuckers left, right and centre. He's mm. took Nick Fury's eye. Someone needs to lock Goose up. Goose is not comfortable. Goose has got like the spirit of Ted Bundy in him or something. Goose <laughs> is a real loose cannon. I wouldn't want to be anywhere near Goose. Me neither. Captain Marvel's just flying around with him, <laughs> eating all the trolls. <laughs> what did you call up. me? What did you call me? <laughs> Say yeah? it again. <laughs> Say it to Goose, you fat, fat fuck. <laughs> that's also in a Twitter bio. <laughs> that's, that's the rest of it. Everything Mike said in the last three minutes in a Twitter bio. <laughs> <laughs> Our entire The Marvels review is in her Twitter bio. It's yeah, a good read. this is good. I'm looking forward to it. I like all the actors. I do indeed, and I like how at the start when they get the powers, when they get the weird um, power switch thing, mm. it's because they're investigating like a jump point, which is not the Guardians used to like mm. jump from one mm. bit of space to the other or whatever. Mm. So I'm intrigued to see if that maybe if that's linked to Guardians oh, Three yeah, in a way or. Interesting, yeah. But kind of interesting that that like we've obviously just in every other film we've just accepted that oh yeah there's just jump points where you can just jump from one thing to the other. Mm. I think this one they're gonna be like what the fuck actually are those? Like someone's finally gone. Is a bit weird though, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, never even thought of that. And Nick Fury's been like oh shit yeah that that, that is, weird. is weird yeah. <laughs> I know who to call. <laughs> yeah, very true. <laughs> that cat that took my eye. Um, <laughs> right, we had down to two. Would you like to talk about Fools Paradise or Paradise of Fools? Or Asteroid City, a city of asteroids. Let's do Asteroid City. Asteroid City. Uh, I love the look of this. Oh. I really love it. Yeah, he has such um, a distinct style. Oh, yeah. The first two seconds of this trailer, you know whose film it is. Yeah. Um, it is, of course, Wes Anderson. Not Wes. Wes Anderson. Um, yeah, and this would looks you, very weird. Would you like me to list the cast off? Go on. Jason Schwartzman, Scarlett Johansson, Tom Hanks, Jeffrey Wright, Tilda Swinton, Brian Cranston, Edward Norton, Adrian Brody, Liev Schreiber, Hope Davis, Steve Park, Rupert Friend, Maya Hawke, Steve Carell, Matt Dillon, Hong Chow, Willem Dafoe, Margot Robbie, Tony Revolori, Jake Ryan, Jeff Goldblum, Sophia Lillis, Fisher Stevens. Wow. Like, ridiculous. Maybe the best cast I've ever seen. The fact that Margot Robbie, Jeff Goldblum, Brian Cranston aren't even in the trailer. I know. Like, that is staggering. I think Margot Robbie's the alien. I did notice alien. that when it said, and um, Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. Like, hmm. Either Margot Robbie or Jeff Goldblum is the alien. 
100%. Yeah. I mean, Jeff Goldblum has alien vibes. Jeff Goldblum could be an alien in real life, and it wouldn't surprise me. He's, like, such a perfect human. He's so weird as well, but, like, in the best way. That's what I mean. I'm like, just thinking, when I say he's, like, a perfect human, I'm thinking in, like, Jurassic Park, where oh, it's just, yeah. like, a Shirtless specimen and, of a man. Yeah. Shirtless buffness. Shirtless, hairy, proud. Mm. One little nipple hanging free. He's, like, what aliens think humans would want, but actually they're a bit like, oh... But like the he's way okay. he talks and his, his weird intensity and I mean I'd like yeah. to go for like I'd like to go for an Indian with him. Mm. Bet Goldblum's curry mint over pint. a curry. Yeah. Proper proper good banner. Um But yeah, I love the way it all looks and it's a weird it's just wonderfully weird. I bet and he I just like licks good. the curry off his plate as well. I bet he never don't even use utensils. No, he definitely Goldblum does it. not bother with utensils at all. But he'd like use his hands. Uh, and we're gonna have to do a quick pause because the dog needs a wee. The dog has weed. <laughs> we can resume. Um, Asteroid C. I I think this it looks really funny to me. Mm. I think. Do you remember whose last film we watched? That was it was the one about the paper, and it was ba- we didn't like it. Mm-hmm. It felt a bit too weird. This one seems more like along the lines of the Grand Budapest Hotel. I feel a bit. Um, I'm looking forward to it to watch it, but I am a bit unsure because I really didn't like that. I loved the first one mm-hmm. and did not like the second one so yeah. I'm hoping this is a happy medium well I'm expecting it to be somewhere in the middle of that I think it's alright uh, yeah I, I must hope admit I love it, I've been torn on like all of his films with some some I love and some I, I think are a bit too out there for me and I kind of lose I don't even know what it is I just yeah lose interest a little bit or something. yeah that's how I felt um, disinterested in that second one the paper one I think was my least favourite of his I found it I, a little I'm bit boring I'm referring to one and two one I mean is the Grand Budapest Hotel number two is the paper one I can't remember what the paper one was called oh, uh, gonna annoy me Wes Anderson's big paper shop <laughs> shop of paper by Wes Anderson um, <laughs> should we talk about a paradise of fools yes do you like Charlie Day mm-hmm. do you like Charlie Chaplin I don't know who that is. Do you like Mr. Bean? Yes. Then I think you'll like this one. Seems very beanish. It does seem very beanish. Very beanish. He's got a little bit of a little bit of a bean face. Just he like a little a small face. smile. It's a little bean face. When um, you said Charlie Day had written and directed the film, was this what I was expecting? No. No, I was I was very surprised when I saw the trailer. I am I feel a bit shocked in shock by the trailer. I just you wouldn't I, I wouldn't think that is his think. sense of humor to be honest. I'm I am very surprised. Mm. But I, I'm I'm pleasantly uh, surprised. Yeah, I think so because it's so different. Yeah. Um, what a it, weird plot. He's really pushing himself as an actor as well because he's obviously. It, it seems like the one character that he plays is going to be completely non-verbal for most of it. Yeah. Um, he's obviously called Latte Pronto because someone was asking for a Latte Pronto and they've assumed that was his name. Um, I mean the cast is mint. You've got Glenn Howerton in there, uh, as you saw with like yeah. the big beard. You've got Jason Bateman, Jason Sudeikis, Ken Jeong. Fabulous like. cast. I'm really looking forward to just see him. Well, see him direct, mm. and obviously he's written it. So I'm looking forward to seeing that side of him. But I'm not convinced by the trailer. I mean, all the best episodes of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia are written by him. And the other two. So yeah. I do think his writing is strong. Um, Had it not been like him, I wouldn't watch this. I, I kind of agree. If it wasn't to, him, yeah. I probably would only go and see it because we have Limitless. But um, I'm hoping it's one of the things where maybe the trailer can't quite capture the, the spirit of I'm it. I'm hoping that as well. 
Because um, it's probably one of those things that only get one trailer as well. I can't see him releasing like a... I hope not. Fool's Paradise trailer 2. It'll probably yeah. get a really limited release as well. I bet we won't even get it where we are. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Shit. 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 English small cinemas. Boo. Um, but yeah, I, I hope it surprises me. But yeah, had it not... Had I not been looking forward to see Charlie Day's writing, directing debut, yeah. I would not be interested in watching this at all. Yeah, I think that's fair, to be honest. It also uh, is worth mentioning, it has the late Ray Liotta in it as well. Oh. Who was obviously, you know, getting into his comedy because he did Cocaine Bear and, and this. <laughs> and I really liked him in Cocaine Bear, so I'm excited to see him in another kind of comedic role. Yeah, um, yeah. Obviously, it's just a massive shame that he won't be able to do anymore. Very sad. Rubbish. Absolutely rubbish and speaking of a oh, rubbish, rubbish uh what do you think of the name max i was just thinking let's get into the hbo it's good for a dog isn't it <laughs> good boy yeah good, good boy. boy max oh good boy um it, nonsense just a, a a crazy decision that i don't really understand that i haven't done much Why research into this? um i think it's because people have started to associate them with bad decisions such as uh warner brothers or oh, behind this streaming service as well, so uh, uh, girl cancellation, all that stuff. Grow up. Um, so instead of HBO Max, you were like, "Oh, we're announcing a new name, crazy, none of you'll see it coming." It's just now Max, like, but Max. I think the the, the subtitle is like the home of HBO, so it, oh, it's just baffling. Um, it just seems pointless. Oh shit! We didn't even talk about the Continental trailer. Oh shit! Oh shit! Um, didn't look very good. Looked awful. Really bad. Really like, bad. Like really cheap. Why is it called? The Continental from the world of John, John Wick. Wick. How awful. appalling! Awful. Uh, I think that's our review of it, to be honest. Yeah. Genuinely, I can't believe how bad it looks. Yeah, I was really looking forward to it. Yeah. Though. Terrible. I can't believe they called it from the world of John Wick. Did you not hear Duh. about the? There was a Batman show running for a while that was about uh, his butler Alfred when he was young. So it was just called Pennyworth mm. for season one and two. And then when they brought it back for season three, HBO and Warner Brothers and everyone decided to add a thing. So it was called Pennyworth, the origin of Batman's butler. That was the official title of the show. That's so funny. Yeah, and it was cancelled a year later. So it's baffling. Why do that in series three as well? Crazy. Like, you found your audience by that point. Yeah. Whoever's watching it is the people that watch it. Like, no one's going to go, oh, the origins of Batman's butler. That sounds so boring. That puts me off, if anything. The origins so of a butler. At least say back when he was a spy. If you go into that, to like spoon feed an audience, but the origin of Batman's butler when he was young and cool. <laughs> like, they specify that we're not just watching Michael Caine fretting about like, oh no, I haven't put the toast in. The eggs will be ready before the toast. The Waynes will be so upset. Like, <laughs> give us something. That, yeah, shocking. You know, yeah, not just a bloke shouting at other people. Shocking. Did you make the bed for the Waynes? <laughs> oh, well, could you do that now then? Because the Waynes will be home soon and they do like their bed to be made. If the series had you narrating it, I would have 100% watch it. It'd be good, wouldn't it? I'd it be, would, yeah. There's a good spot on Michael Caine impression <laughs> as well. It's like he's in the room. <laughs> um, yeah, so it kind of reeks of desperation. Um, don't worry, we're now Max. And um, on the subject of desperation, uh, they're rebooting Harry Potter. <laughs> and nice. to announce this, they released a little teaser using the uh, Harry Potter logo from the films and the theme song from the films. Um, baffling. I think this is such a strange decision, as does everyone else. It just doesn't. It doesn't need a remake. I don't know who this is for. I don't know who this is for either. Everyone loves loves these films. They're uh, not yeah. that old. 
everyone loves the Harry Potter world, but the Fantastic Beasts franchise was shit. Yeah. So this would be a good opportunity to just do explore the a different. Child. Yeah, just, do the, yeah. Do the Cursed Child or just explore. Do a different the story room. of um, something in that wizarding world. Yeah, do do the story of the parents fight against Voldemort the first time. Yeah, that's a great everyone, idea. Everyone, yeah, like young Lupin, young. We get to see Harry's mum and dad like in the prime. Very serious. A yeah. Black family. Yeah, like just just don't do one terrible spin-off that was always confused and bloated and never made any sense and then go okay harry potter spin-offs don't work let's just do harry potter again um shake my head and i was thinking as well i think this is probably the first example of a huge franchise a billion dollar franchise mm. being rebooted this quickly mm-hmm. maybe spider-man so spider-man green. is probably the only other one yeah um but spider-man you know there's hundreds and thousands of comics and different stories mm-hmm. this is just the same seven books like it's not gonna be mm-hmm. like a spider-man reboot where oh don't worry but this time this time spider-man's fighting the lizard somewhere you've never seen it's gonna suddenly oh don't worry this time harry fights voldemort a fucking gang guess yeah. where professor krill's got voldemort on the back of his head like mm-hmm. noon you read the book and watched the film but don't yeah. worry this one's got an extra six hours of that book like it's gonna be boring all the shit that is cut out of the books is boring it mm-hmm. would not make good watching. There's a no, reason. No, I agree. It wouldn't make good watching. Make good reading. Yeah, there's a reason books and even like series cut shit out because yeah. it, there's some it stuff that just does not well. translate to film. It's boring. Obviously, JK's involved. There's gonna as be a well. full episode of like them sat taking the fucking owl exams or whatever, just getting a sweat on. Like, oh god, is it B or C? I kind of think it'll really tap into like high school drama. Oh, it will, yeah. It'll be very. There'll be loads of love triangles and. Yeah, which I won't care about. No, it won't be funny. Um, I mean, and J.K. Rowling's actively involved with it, which is just um, crazy. I have, yeah, I have no intention crazy. of watching it because. Right, what I don't understand is, she doesn't need to be involved. If you are doing this and you're adapting mm-hmm. the books, the books have been written. You don't need her to say, "Oh, what happened on page three? Read the book. What, <laughs> what does she have to be there for? Yeah. It's written." There is no reason to bring her in on this. No, she offers nothing but you have bad a vibes and six hundred page book. Just go and find someone who who didn't like the film, some absolute freak, and say, <laughs> "Do you want to adapt this beloved thing?" And it'll probably ruin your career. And everyone involved <laughs> will probably only make one series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll point. do that. Go on, I'll take the payday. Okay, great. We don't need to bring in the transphobe. Like just <laughs> no- nonsense. They have books. I don't. Written. I, I kind of think that they want her involved just for the clout of it. So people yeah. kick off about it and gets more publicity. I other than that, I can't understand why they would want someone like that involved. They'll probably cast Brie Larson as Harry Potter just to really double down on the haters. <laughs> I mean, I just, I mean, and I feel sorry for whoever does get cast as them because, like, yeah, because on one hand it's a mid opportunity for your career, but then yeah, also you're gonna get loads, you're, gonna, you're gonna never gonna, gonna get loads of shit. Nonsense comparisons the whole time. Yeah. Um, it's, I mean, they're gonna, they're gonna cast at like eleven, which uh, not many people are good at acting at eleven. Even Daniel Radcliffe wasn't great. He grew into it massively. Yeah. None of them were because the young and you, it's very rare to get unbelievable acts at 11. So they'll get compared to the original cast. They'll probably get some shit. And then in interviews, they'll be like 14 being asked questions about what do you think about J.K. Rowling's views on, you know, the trans community. They're not yeah. going to know. Like, it's just, it's just a, it's like a, um, what's the phrase? What's the phrase? A double-edged sword is that mm-hmm. it is that the yeah. right f- set phrase jumping out of the frying pan into the fire yeah d- do it. i mean double-edged sword is right no one i just don't know who the, i don't know who wants it i'm passionate about it it's it it's nonsense yeah 
I will be amazed if this gets good viewing figures. Is it 100% going to happen? Yeah, confirmed. Moving ahead, uh, they said it'll probably run for a decade. No, really? So they'll probably cut the last book into two seasons. So even if they do cast an 11-year-old, they'll be 21 by the end. Yeah, but I think the films did run for about 10 years. Uh, Daniel Radcliffe was 21 by the time it ended, yeah. Did they? Yeah. I suppose they, they, uh, they, started, yeah, they did outgrow them a little bit. But well, then they were making them relentlessly. It's possible not to, innit? Like, I don't, yeah. There's no way... It's like James Stranger James Stranger Things, and it there's, there, there is no way of um, yeah, but yeah, no, true. it just it also just has the issue of the films being so well loved and good. I don't know how you top them. I mean, it's going to cost a fortune because you have to do it all practically. You can't just say oh it's a CGI stuff because hmm. what makes the Harry original so good is yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's stuff like that. Like, what are they going to do for Harry Potter world? Are they going to like oh by the way the TV side of it like it Weird. feels like the shutting off so many opportunities from what of what they already have mm. they're, they're shutting off any chance of them ever doing a cursed child film uh, unless they wait like 30 years for this new young cast to age up oh god yeah i didn't even think of that what they're gonna have to completely remodel they must just be doing this because none of the original actors want to do cursed child it is, is i think it's the only thing that makes sense now because cursed child would make so much money at the box office yeah it would I, I, well, I do think any film would take a hit now just because of J.K. Rowling, and people just don't want to give her. That's what I mean. Money. They should just not even. I mean, no, no, it's not. She'll own the rights. So, what you're saying, they should do like a spin-off or like I don't know, just something. A, in the a spin-off world, would like be maybe well about Hagrid or something. I if don't you, know. If you said we're doing a Marauders film, J.K. Rowling isn't involved, so she'll be getting the money that she has for obviously writing the books. But you know, we're not. Yeah, because she'll still get her like creating her rights a wage or whatever. Yeah. I think people would watch that. Yeah, I do. Because you know. People still love this world, and you know, J.K. Rowling's a horrible, horrible person. But mm. like, I suppose you've grown up with it as your childhood. It's it's tricky, isn't it? And it's mm. it, it's just it's I just think you can enjoy the films though and not support. Oh, of course you can. Yeah, of course like... you can. This new series does feel different in that they they're actively bringing her in, in knowing full well. It's for clout. It's just they get people talking about it, and then people get outraged well, yeah. by it, and then they watch it so they can be offended by it or whatever. Yeah. Or they watch it because they just love it so much and they want to watch it, and then those people probably end up feeling a bit bad about it, which mm. isn't cool either. Well, yeah. Bullshit, and I don't like it. It is bullshit, and I don't like it either. And in the words of Draco Malfoy, suck a fart, Potter. <laughs> that's that's what he says in the book. That that's he cut the best that out of the film, but. Yeah, that's his catchphrase in the book. So that's going to be. <laughs> he's just going to be spouting that every episode. He's just going to be suck a fart, Potter, in left, right, and centre. Yeah. <laughs> Would you like to get into some DC casting news? So the first show from DC will be Creature Commandos, an animated film that we have talked about. Animated series, sorry, that we've talked about. Okay. Uh, We now have the full confirmed cast, or the main characters anyway. So uh, Sean Gunn will be reprising his role as Weasel from Suicide Squad, but in voice. And I don't think Weasel really spoke, so I don't know if he's going to be going like, like little weasel noises. I don't really understand how that one's going to work. Um, I feel like you nailed that. Hee-hee. Thank you. I thought it was really good. I'm not going to do another one. Don't uh, do another one, though. So good. Yeehaw. Uh, <laughs> that was the shizness. Frank Grillo, uh, <laughs> who was Crossbone and Captain America. <laughs> he really likes my yeehaw. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Frank Grillo, who was, you know, Crossbones. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, he's going to be Rick Flagg Sr. So uh, Rick Flagg was Joel Kinnaman in the Suicide Squad. You know, the leader. I do, I do. He's my favourite. Yeah. She's Katana. She's got my back. 
don't get killed by her because she's got a magic sword. She's, he's the one who says that great bit of exposition. I think you should. He's the one who snocks Cara Delevingne and he's like, no, we gotta cut her heart out. I, rem- I remember, thank yeah. you. Good, good lines. We needed to redo that for um, a drink on commentary, which come out every Thursday. Uh, this Thursday, Murder Mystery 2. Uh, Maria Bakalova is going to be Princess out. Alana Rostovich. Uh, okay. Indira Varma will be The Bride. Zoe Chow will be Nina Mazursky. Alan Tudjik Tudik will be Dr. Phosphorus. David Harbour will be Eric Frankenstein. And Steve, Steve Agee will be reprising his role as John Economus, who he has been in The Suicide Squad and Peacemaker. Uh, I think Viola Davies will probably be in it for an episode or two as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this makes David Harbour the first person to be in Marvel, the old DCU, and now the new DCU. Because Harbour yeah. was in um, Suicide Squad. Oh, God. He's the one who sits with Viola Davies and she's like, oh, I've got this team of weirdos and freaks. And he's like, oh, good idea. <laughs> what, a, what a good idea. <laughs> Would you like a raise? This is this is absolutely genius. Let's put these these absolute psychopaths together. What could go wrong? Oh, <laughs> uh, golly gosh. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I like the idea of it being an animated show. It's a bit different. Yeah. Um, you can see it being kind of classic James Gunn team up vibes. I think he's written every episode. So, yeah, like like all the cast, I think it's good news. Yeah, I'm um, excited to see, like you said, it in animated form as well. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's ni- nice at the starting with something a little bit different. Yeah. Like and quite chill. It feels. Yeah, yeah. Just you, you'll probably watch it. Nice little watch. Won't mean anything going forward um but it will be nice i hope so I'm looking uh, forward you know to what it. isn't nice what when a film does not make a lot of money renfield and unfortunately that is the case for renfield oh. um so in its first weekend i think it opened fourth in the american box office and it took 7.7 million in america it's made less than 10 million globally gee whiz um really poor um, that's shocking and it's been fairly well... Well, the reviews are a little bit average. Um, but I thought it looked quite good. Um, I don't think they marketed it very well. I Why? haven't seen much for it. No. Like, I when you think really. of, like, how, like, Megan was marketed and stuff. Mm. And, um, no, else? that's that's a good point, actually. It wasn't marketed no, much that, at all. No, just, like, one trailer anyway. and... Um, yeah, it hasn't even been on, like, the side of buses or anything over it. Yeah, literally one trailer. Yeah, yeah I've not seen any um, posters for it. I haven't. Nicholas Cage didn't even do hot ones. That's <laughs> surefire way to get someone to see a film. Whack. Nicholas Cage and hot ones. I'd love to see it. I would love to see that as well. I don't even think he'd be bothered. I think he would eat them all in like five minutes and just go done. No, Nick I think Cage he'd be. Out. I don't think he'd be able to not handle it at all. You think he'd have like steam coming out of his ears? Yeah. Oh, you don't. He'd like sniff the first one. Just no faith in Nick Cage. I don't. No faith at all. Sorry, Nick. Um, I've got to admit though, I was we well. Oh, we've not said we talked about that. Yeah, we'll save we- that for next week because we can't review four films in one episode. Okay. We well, do have a funny story for next week, though. We do have a funny story for next week. We went to our first screen unseen at Odeon, and we were both absolutely convinced it would be Renfield, and it we wasn't. We were. It, it was, was not. The polar opposite of Renfield, and it took us a, a while to adjust to what we ended but, up watching. Okay, we'll talk about that next week. Yeah. But I was saying to Mike that other than that, because I was like, oh, Renfield, cool, that'd be a cool watch. Other than that, and not me not feeling the hype of wanting to watch it, for the screen on scene which obviously it wasn't mm. i had no interest in watching it at all it is interesting because a lot of people thought nicholas cage was like one of the few remaining movie stars 
and so there's yeah, been a big yeah. push of his like kind of films that embrace his kind of like weird zaniness over mm. the last couple of years because there was the unexpected the unbearable weight of massive talent the mm-hmm. one where he plays himself which kind of did yeah. okay but not great and then there's obviously this one where he plays dracula and it's like nicholas cage gets to go full nicholas cage mm. and this one's flopped so it's a dracula as well as obviously very well known yeah i mean one thing i've seen a lot of people say is like why is a dracula film being released in april yeah that is it is crazy and against the mario film as well yeah save it for october like apparently it's really gory stuff and i kind of get maybe their logic was oh well you know people who aren't seeing the mario bros bros movie are going to want to see something but Mm. I, i still just think just release it in october yeah people go and see scary films in october and they've also released it all across Evil Dead Rise. So it's like, oh, yeah. it's not even like it's the only scary film out there. Yeah, and I would rather watch Evil up. Dead Rise. Yeah. Whack this out in October. A, a light-hearted horror. You're appealing to like the ones who, you know, want to yeah, see well, something a little Halloween bit scary. Spirit, but don't but yeah, don't shit want scared. full yeah. Evil Dead Rise. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that, I think, yeah, that definitely accommodates for the fuck up. And I think the, the studio are to blame here. I think they've marketed yeah. it poorly. And then I think they've released it in a terrible window. Mm. Like in school holidays as well. So mm. people don't even have babysitters to go. Like parents don't would have to get a babysitter to go and watch it. You, That's you know, true, you know yeah. just like loads of little things that are just like, just think it through. <laughs> like, yeah, do I, I'm lazy. excited. I think it looks like just a lot of fun. Like a film, I'll eat popcorn and nachos and I'll laugh at Nicolas Cage. Yeah, it's, you'll like get lost in yeah. the escapism of cinema and have yeah. a nice two hours I, out. I think that will be a lot of fun, and I think it's a shame. I agree, it's a shame. But yeah. I've, I didn't even thought about it in that respect. It's no. a really weird time to yeah. release it. <laughs> baffling. Um, you know what isn't? What well, well, is also baffling? Douche. Tarantino only has one film left. Aww. He always said he was only going to make ten. He technically has, but he only counts Kill Bill as one film. Like, it's a little bit of a cheat, but because he's Quentin Tarantino, we allow it him. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it definitely gets us an extra film. He definitely has made ten. I mean. It, there's no debate about that. He's made 10 films. Uh, just Quentin, if you're listening, we all know you're lying. Um, this See is your 11th, this is your 11th film. Yeah, come on. Have a look in the mirror. How many films you made? He's <laughs> counting on his fingers really slowly. Yeah. <laughs> if that's the person you want to be, a serial liar. <laughs> um, so uh, it's not confirmed, but it is rumoured that his next film will be called The Movie Critic. And it will be set in 1970s Hollywood. He's loving the Hollywood vibes after uh, yeah, Once, once Upon a Time, time in Hollywood. He cannot get enough Hollywood. Holly, Holly, He's actually Hollywood. changed his middle name. is Quentin Hollywood Tarantino. So <laughs> that's how much he loves it. And um, it is expected to follow a famous film critic by the name of Pauline Kael. Ever okay. heard of her? Nope. Nope, neither have I. Um, she, she, she was a movie critic and she uh, was pretty mean. She said about It's a Wonderful Life, you know, like classic Christmas film. Mm. She described it as slurpy, bittersweet, and fairly humorless. Um, she really oh. didn't like Quint Eastwood either. Um, but then she, she loved some. She got a big fan. Uh, and Tarantino has said that he has been a huge fan of her ever since he saw her on a TV talk show in 1978, hailing Invasion of the Body Snatchers as the best film of the year, and uh, proper slagging off Kramer versus Kramer. This is a this is an empire, by the way. Uh, I don't just know Tarantino well to know all this information. <laughs> wish I did. I'd call him a liar to his face because he's made 11 films. <laughs> um, he said, in a, a, he was on the Five Things with Lynn Hirschberg podcast in 2020. And while t- speaking about Kale, he said she was just fascinating. I thought, wow, who is this woman? 
And then he said that throughout the 80s, he became obsessed with her writing and he would go to a bookshop in the mall and just read her reviews. Um, what a sad little life, Quentin. <laughs> what a, what a, go, and, go to an arcade or somewhere. In the 80s, so many fun things to do. Mike's obsessed with the 80s if people don't so know. So many fun. Go and watch Back to the Future. Reading about it in a review. Well, he's probably already watched it, Mike. Had he? We don't How know. do we know? He was we reading old reviews. can't make that assumption. You he are certainly right. wasn't in the arcade. Otherwise, he'd have made, you know, an arcade home. He would have made Pac-Man. Live action Pac-Man. Ooh. Chris Pratt. 100%. <laughs> 100% Chris Pratt. Yeah. Just saying waka waka in a normal voice. Waka, waka, waka. <laughs> I am Pac-Man. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. Good, Good job, Chris. Good take. Today. That's exactly how we wanted it. <laughs> <laughs> I am Chris Pratt. No, Chris, you're Pac-Man, remember? Pac-Man. Oh. The character's called Pac-Man. Oh, Dang g- it. Got it this time. Got it this time. <laughs> I am Chris Pratt. <laughs> no, Chris. <laughs> Fucking hell, Chris. Eight times. Come on, Chris. People want to go home. It's dark outside. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what a weird tangent we've just got. Just continuing our thing of bringing Chris Pratt into every podcast. Um, I mean, okay. I kind of don't really care what a Tarantino film's about at this point. Like, I'm on board before I know. Absolutely, yeah. Um, yeah. Totally agree. You know, he's a serial liar, but he makes good films. Yeah. Um, we'll watch it. Looking yeah. forward to it. And hope it's really good. Hope he goes out of a bang for his. Yeah, it's film. a bold one to go out with because I don't mm. know what the storyline is there. Do you I think mean, he will really only do ten? Yeah, I think he'll go into books and he might like cheat and make telly and stuff and. Yeah. But he's written a couple of books. He's written. He wrote the Once Upon a Time mm. in Hollywood book, which I thought was rubbish. Mm-hmm. Um, and he wrote. He's written another one about like his his just his take on some famous films. It was like a book of reviews, I think, basically. Oh, so right. he's gone full Pauline Kale. That's why I, I wonder if she'll go that. and sit. I wonder if it'll go full circle and she'll go to a bookshop in the mall and sit and read his reviews for hours oh, instead of being in the arcade. Oh, just called the end scene. Oh, I like that. Mm. And he, got, he goes full meta with his end scene. And then Tarantino walks over and high fives her. And she's got her feet out. And then they're in an arcade. Oh. And then he looks directly down the lens and goes, next I'm doing Batman with Chris Pratt. <laughs> and Chris Pratt walks in all yellow <laughs> and just goes, whacker. <laughs> the film ends. <laughs> Someone owes you a lot of money. <laughs> yes. If that happens, my idea's been stolen. And it's a shit idea as well. So, <laughs> good luck to you. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. Exciting. Yeah. Exciting. But not as exciting as a potential Baywatch reboot. Buzzing. <laughs> um, yeah. This will just... I mean, that just sounds fun straight away. Yeah. Very early stages. No cast, no plot. No, I don't, they I don't think there was a plot anyway. Many times. They did an awful awful film with the rock that was from the director of horrible bosses so everyone thought it would be good uh, um yeah not very good we, we will cover that at some point for our drink on commentaries because that is classic let us know if you want to see it that's right down sweet films out yeah that is that is right up our street actually mm. i'm pretty sure there's a bit where like they hide in um they hide in little um like at a hospital when someone's died and they have like little things they go in there to hide because they're in a oh. hospital doing like a spook invest a sneak investigation and uh zach efron gets him one and the guys the guy's knobs out and the, the knob keeps falling on his face the, the dead knob oh sounds like a good joke doesn't it a dead knob joke you you were actually saying the other day that your favorite jokes involved dead penises so well, i'm glad you remembered that Mike. yeah <laughs> you you're passionate about it so that's why you got that big dead penis toe <laughs> on your bicep <laughs> And when you and when you flex your arm, the penis doesn't. The dead penis comes back to life. <laughs> it's a great tattoo. 
she spent 12 hours in the chair it cost three thousand pounds <laughs> the moving artist, on the tattoo artist said he'd never done a better dead penis tattoo <laughs> Um, yeah, <laughs> Baywatch. Um, yeah, I'm excited for it, and I don't think there'll be a dead penis in it, to be honest. Uh, well, it's a zero straight up. <laughs> Do you think uh, Pamela Anderson and the Hoff would come back? I'd like to see a cameo. I think I think maybe Pamela Anderson would come back and be like the leader, so mm. she wouldn't be in the the skimpy costume or anything, mm. but she would be like overseeing the the beach lifeguards. Mm. Yeah, manager, manager bad. Yeah. Because I think... Is it yeah, a film or a series? I think it's going to be a series. Um, I think, I think it'll be up. shit. I think it will be I shit. I hope it is shit. But like, but fun, like fun shit. shit. Yeah. yeah. Um, like, a, like a fun watch. Mia Goth. Do you know who that is? Yes. Who is it? Pearl. What's the middle name? Pearly. No, it's, it's Goth again. Her name's Mia Goth Goth. <laughs> Shut up. No, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> uh, she has been cast in an upcoming... MCU project. Really? Mm-hmm. As? Think of her last name. And which of these ones do you think she's going to be in? Ooh, extra The trivia. Marvels. Okay. The Thunderbolts. Mm. Blade. Fuck, I can't think of another one. Avengers Secret Wars. Well, it's not Avengers Secret Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Is it Thunderbolts? No. Blade. Blade. Oh. Goth Vampire. Stuff. Yeah, perfect harmony. Sorry. Oh, Katie, trivia, another minus point. Minus point from now in 3 0. Um, yeah, she's been cast in an unknown role in Blade, which is finally moving forward. Uh, yes. Yeah, give it all to me. Mia Goth in the MCU straight away is men. Didn't think that would ever happen. No. In a vampire MCU film, yeah. Oh. Very exciting. Yeah. I have um, nothing else to say. Yeah. yeah. That. No, yeah. Happy to and see you, you in see the that MCU Maxine this. started filming? Ooh, has it? Yeah, a couple of set photos were released of her just looking like all eighty fied. Because she's no, not eighty fied. It's in she doesn't look eighty. Eighties fied. It's set in the eighties. Not in the eighties. Is it? Yeah. Because the first one was set in the seventies, and this one moves on to the eighties. And I think she's a, is a star or is gonna be a star. I mean, she always said she was gonna be a star. She did. What she really did was kill an old person. <laughs> <laughs> it's, not like, it's not the best way of getting to stardom, is it? <laughs> What's on your CV? Well, I did kill an old person that one time. I thought you'd put it on your CV, mate. Well, what else has she done? So, oh, probably lied and Made a porno, killed an oldie. <laughs> That's it. That's what she did. <laughs> All in a day as well. Yeah, busy. Busy day. Good work ethic. That's not what you think is going to happen. Good timekeeping. When you shoot in the the pond. Yeah, to be fair, the shoot (laughs) ran on schedule, didn't it? You won't have time to kill an oldie if the shoot ran late. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, fuck! I'm going to have to kill the oldie tomorrow. (laughs) Fucking hell! (laughs) This is piss poor organisation. Me. I'm going to speak to my union rep about this. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm just going to have to go and kill an oldie on my weekend. Very excited. Excited for Maxine. Excited for any Mia Goth project. I will be 100% behind. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, speaking of killing oldies, <laughs> John Wick kills a lot of people, doesn't he? Has he killed an oldie? We haven't Definitely. seen four yet, so don't tell us if he's killed an oldie. I can't think of him killing an oldie. Yeah, of course he has. He must have killed an oldie. Yeah. 
Any, yeah, so uh, John Wick 4 has been out for four weeks now, and it is officially the most successful of the entire franchise. Oh. Globally, it has made 300 and I think it was 69 million. Yeah, no, 349 million, sorry. So it's made over 350 million now at the box office. Um, what was the budget? Good question. I will tell you right now. We will be watching this. Uh, probably, we will hopefully have it to review by next week. I think Hopefully. by next episode, yeah. Uh, it's just very long, and uh, we struggle. We don't we really struggle. have dogs. Yeah, long. we have to get dogs. It's all sad. Um, it it's but wow, it's apparently at the minute it's the 172nd best movie ever made according to IMDb. Wow. Wow. Um, I don't think the oh no, 90 million estimated. Wow. So very good, very nice and profitable, and um, very well reviewed from all, and I'm very excited to see it. And yeah. I think well. I was going to say this is good news for the future of John Wick, but looking at the fucking state of that Continental trailer, oh. I actually, it looks like it cost a, a couple of grand. It's, it's the, so lazy. There's like one bit where someone throws a punch in the trailer and it's so slow. <laughs> it's like she could have sent this woman a letter saying I'm about to punch you in the face. <laughs> started throwing a punch at the same time and the letter would arrive first. It looks, oh yeah, it I, looks really just, bad. If you're gonna do it, and it's only three episodes as well, is put it? Some money into, yeah, it's a bit. It was a three-part event. Stop put some that. money into it. That's so poor. Just put some of the profit you've made from this incredibly successful franchise into like oh, the Continental from the world of John Wick. Dog looks dog shit. Um, but you really know you have the ballerina uh, coming up as well, which is the Anna de Armas spinoff. Um, mm. So that I think. Oh, that's. Well, I think it will be. Yeah. Good, I kind of yeah. hope it has a little bit more of a story. Yeah. Um, I think that's probably my one thing with the John Wicks. Again, we haven't seen four, but I think they're getting a, a little bit light on story, especially three, which mm-hmm. I think is my least favourite. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think moving forward, who doesn't want to see Keanu Reeves punch people in the face <laughs> <laughs> repeatedly, especially oldies? Especially, especially the oldies. oldies. Yeah. Um, what else have we got? Oh, this is it. Um, we watched Strange World. And we also watched Lightyear. Did you like them both? They were both okay. Okay. Um, do, do you think they made their money back? No. No. Um, if I told... Right, okay, so let's go one at a time. Lightyear. How much money do you think Lightyear lost? Well, how much did it lose? Oh, can you lose. tell me the budget? Um, okay, I'll load it up, yeah. Uh, so Lightyear was about Sad Buzz Lightyear. Which is which is an odd approach for a kid's film. Sad Buzz Lightyear and all his friends die. And <laughs> he can do nothing to stop it. <laughs> it's a really, yeah, really odd approach for a kid's film. Sad death. Uh, estimated budget of 200 million. <gasps> and think of how heavily it was marketed as well. Oh, I reckon they lost 200 million? It lost 106 million dollars. <gasps> Think of how much do you think Strange World lost? Do you want to know Strange World? Well, budget? they didn't market that at all, did they? No, that was marketed much less in England. Yeah, that one cost, however, if I can find it, if it's available, if it's available, 120 million estimated. Did it? Mm-hmm. Oh my god! And again, not including marketing. I would assume that lost 150. Don't know. 152.4 million. <gasps> Those two films lost Disney. Two hundred and fifty fifty eight point four million. Oh my god, that is staggering. That is absolutely staggering. I, I mean, like we like you said, I think they were both absolutely fine. 
how not can, kids how films can at all. Co- co- I know it's Disney, like the most probably the most profitable company in the world, but how can any company survive that? It's crazy, isn't it? Wow. Crazy. Um, I mean, just like both very fine. Neither of them particularly kids' films, like really deep and not that fun. I mean, I think Strange World was more fun than Lightyear. Yeah, to I was be just honest. thinking, that Strange Year was Strange, Strange Year, Strange World was mm. definitely better than Lightyear. I would like to see Strange Year, a combination of the two. That mm. would be fun. <laughs> Sad Buzz Lightyear with the said explorer man there's no budget for it (laughs) yeah i was gonna say the whole animation team have been sacked (laughs) um oh my god that is crazy though isn't it that's awful Lightyear was like i i enjoyed it when we watched it but it was such a massive yeah fucking fail yeah not very out of all the things they could have done with buzz i know like and i buzz that you're saying okay this isn't the toy this is the real, this is like the, the film that, you know, everyone, got everyone in the world obsessed with Buzz Lightyear. Yeah. Why the fuck would Andy want a Buzz Lightyear doll after that film? Woody was in a fun cowboy show. Yeah. Woody was, Woody's Roundup. Barrel of laughs. Yeah. That big, the big fat guy and the, the horse and <laughs> Jesse. What's the, 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 uh, the not the miner, the, the commissioner, no. What's he called? The, it starts with the. <laughs> what to say the punishment. <laughs> <laughs> in Woody's Roundup. Woody Bullseye Jesse and the Punisher. <laughs> now that is a show I would like to see. Exactly. You're welcome, Disney. <laughs> Woody with a double barrel shotgun. <laughs> There's some lead in my boot. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, yeah. oh my god, though. I can't believe that. That's so much money. I'm just picturing like the Punisher <laughs> on, the, on the Woody's Roundup poster. On the cereal box. <laughs> um, so Clint Eastwood is moving ahead with his final film that he is, uh, well, it will probably be the final film he writes and stars in. Um, you will have seen Clint Eastwood in lots of stuff. Okay. Famous for Westerns. Uh, he wrote he wrote and directed, I think, Gran Torino, which is Mint. He did The Mule, which is Mint. He directed American Sniper, which is Mint. Lovely, lovely, uh, He did Million Dollar Baby. You, he was in Casper, apparently, which I did not know. Um, yeah, so his upcoming project is called Jura Number no. 2. Uh, it's in pre-production at the minute, and it basically it is said to take place during a murder trial in which one of the jurors realises that he was inadvertently responsible for the death of the person, and so the person who's being On convicted trial. for the murder yeah, didn't do it, and it's basically whether he comes forward or not. Ooh. And the early casting news is Nicholas Holt and Tony Collette. So, very good. He isn't writing it, by the way. He's just directing it. It's written by Jonathan Abrams. What an interesting story. Yeah, I really like the sound of it. Um, I think Clint Eastwood is men. I really like what he's done with his career in like the last 10, 15 years. I pretty much likes everything. I mean, he, he's doing well, so still be, he's, he was born in 1930. What the fuck? Yeah, so he's 93. So to still be, like, directing and starring in films at 93 is an unbelievable achievement. So, like, he deserves so much respect for that straight away. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, I'm I'm excited for this. Oh, my God, that's absolutely baffling. Sounds like a really fun original plot as well. So I am, uh, yeah, I'm very excited for it. Yeah, very, yeah, proper original. Yeah, and I really like Nicholas Holt. I'm really excited to see him in Renfield as well because he was so good in the menu. Yeah, definitely. And finally, last bit of news. Uh, so, Amazon acquired MGM last year. You know the studio, The Big Lion? Yes. <laughs> the Big Lion. 
Um, And so they've been looking through all the MGM properties to see what they have, what is in the works, what Mm -hmm. could they turn into a cinematic universe. They have settled on, to start with, uh, Robocop, for which they are said to be developing a series and a film, but the series is in more active development and is likely to come first, and also Legally Blonde. Yeah, although I imagine that would be a spin-off and Reese Witherspoon probably wouldn't be in it. If they remake it, I'll be furious. It, I imagine it would be a remake. No. Nothing official yet. Might not be. No. Might not be. I won't talk about it. <laughs> but it's I'm excited stupid. to see more Robocop. Dumb shit. I assume you haven't seen Robocop. No. It's about a robot slash cop. No. Right. He's in a big he's in a big in, in accident and he gets like put into a robot suit and he becomes Robocop. Ooh. Dead or alive, you're coming with me. It's really good properties well that's that's exciting i don't mm-hmm. want to see a legal blonde remake though not even if it's what if she what if they merge the two and it's like legally robocop and he's a robocop but then he has two jobs wig. and then he also he has a blonde wig and he also goes and helps in court and stuff but people don't trust him because they think he's just a, a ditz <laughs> no i do want to see that mm-hmm. and he also i'm thinking about it and i'm invested and he has high heels but also guns <laughs> oh my god dead or alive I will sue you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, can't wait. Right. Wish it was real. We're getting into our reviews now. Or reviews. And so, which one do you want to talk about first? Uh, 65, Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves. Let's do Dungeons and Dragons. Okay, so we have to start with Katie's one word questions. Woo! Was it too long? Yeah. What was best? Script, visuals, soundtrack? Visual. Better or worse than you expected? These are supposed mm. to be snappy. <laughs> uh, better. Best acts. First, second, third. Second. Best performance. Helga. Helga. Michelle Rodriguez. Nice. Uh, I think I agree with most of what you said. Apart from I would say script were better than visuals. I thought the script was really good. Yeah, I wasn't, as you could tell, quite unsure. So, uh, this is obviously based on the very popular game with the 20-sided dice and all that. Mm-hmm. Showing Stranger Things. Dustin's really good at it. Mm-hmm. And sees yeah. Erica. Yeah, that's um, the extent of what we know. Yeah, we, we've yeah. seen it in Stranger Things. We don't, we're not familiar with the game. No, yeah. So, we kind of went into this semi-blind. We'd obviously seen the trailers. Yeah, and we knew that, our knowledge um, was purely from Stranger Things. Yeah, and I knew that the, it was the directors and writers of Game Night, which is one of my favorite comedies maybe ever so yeah, i was immediately really on board and yeah. i was i was pleasantly surprised i think it was better than i expected yeah i think so as well i, I thought it'd be good yeah to be honest but yeah there were I definitely like so, yeah. uh, slower points and, and kind of um a bit of a, a, bit of a slow burn a couple, of, it? A couple of moments that you think like mm, this could maybe be without we could do without this or you could speed this up yeah particularly maybe the opening 15 20 minutes but I think once you get into it, and once you get on yeah. the quest, and once the party get together, I thought it was really fun. Yeah, it was really fun, and I really liked the well, the whole kind of universe world. Oh yeah, and it didn't like kind of, it didn't do that thing where it's like, oh, by the way, we'll explain everything to you. It was like, this is just the world. Yeah, you're in this now, and we'll you know. And we'll yeah, show I felt like it was kind yeah. of setting up the whole world as well, which I liked because I, I think it gave the opportunity, like you said, of not over explaining stuff, but yeah. there was room for films to oh yeah there's definitely come, there's definitely yeah, come room back for, to yeah. little bits you know like stuff that was in the background or whatever like, yeah I don't know. and i do hope Which i, I do hope we see another of these in some form because yeah. i thought it was really fun 
Um, yeah, so I hope we see it again. In its simplest form, the plot is uh, Chris Pine is a thief, uh, as is Helga. They used to, well, they used to be in a robbing party, but those two got sent to jail. Um, he left Hugh Grant to look after his daughter. Hugh Grant's now evil and wants to keep the daughter. And Chris Pine has to and steal all the do money loads stuff. of kind of fetch quests, mm. basically to get his daughter back. Um, Proper classic like adventure story. Oh yeah, ensemble. It is. And it's it's nice because I feel like the adventure genre is kind of gone. Yeah. So it's nice to have a film that's just like here's a fun on yeah ensemble is definitely the right word because it was very fun. They all had really unique powers. It wasn't just like oh by the way these two are both you know the sluggers. These two are both the people who beat people up. Everyone was unique. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I, uh, performances were really good throughout. I, yeah, I was impressed with this. I also have to give an honourable mention to the owl bear. Yeah, you liked that, didn't you? I really liked the owl bear. Mm-hmm, I felt other people probably didn't like the owl bear, but I didn't give a fuck. I loved it. <laughs> because Drew Droig, whatever she was called, Drod or whatever you call, thought she was called. <laughs> derp. derp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, derp could uh, derp could change into animals, which person. is fun. I thought the I thought the effects were really good as well. Speaking mm-hmm. of that, and there was yeah. some practical effects. There's a scene where um, the the wizard of their party, Simon, can do a spell to bring someone back from the dead, and you get to ask him five questions. Yeah. And they keep waking up like the wrong dead person. Um, <laughs> and they were all like practical effects, and they looked mint, the dead people. And that is by yeah, far the it, film's it funniest really scene good. as well. Really funny, that scene. It was funny. There's a surprise uh, cameo from a real Hollywood A-lister as well, which is very surprising. Who? Uh, spoilers, Bradley Cooper. Oh, yes, yeah, um, that was weird. Yeah, that was really weird. Helga's ex, because she has a thing for very, very short men. <laughs> I don't, there's probably a name for that. Um, in the universe. Yeah, that for in the universe, but I don't, I can't remember it. Again, we watched this about two weeks ago, so it is a struggle now to call back all the very precise names. And So if you're a D&D fan, I'm sorry. I'm definitely yeah, we butchering are sorry. We are invested in um, learning more about the universe. Yeah, well, well, I would like to see more of this. Um, I mean, Re- Reg- uh, is he I called... I was just about to bring that up because I've just Googled um, the actor's name. I'm sorry if I pronounced it wrong. Re- Reggae John Page. Yeah. He, what it's a fucking a strange, funny, original, weird character. It's strange how little he's in it. Because yeah. he was a big part of the marketing and everything. And mm-hmm. he probably gets 25 minutes. Mm. But he can't. He does kind of steal it. Yeah, he really yeah. does. It was this. I remember thinking afterwards that, that was the most original character I've seen in anything for so long. Yeah, because because uh, he had no personality. No he was personality. Extremely boring. And he only wanted to do good things. Yeah, like, but it was it was absolutely what's the word like captivating. Yeah, he I was. Yeah, loved this character. It was so weird. He was very funny. Um, Dry. And just boring. With no personality at all. Really like he did boring. all these amazing great things, but he was so boring. <laughs> great loved it there was also a lot of really good fight scenes in it yeah again coming back to that character um and especially helga had some re- there's one fight scene where they were about to be beheaded and so she starts taking out all the guards and chris pine's just trying to like cut the rope on the stairs <laughs> yeah he's um, doing such a measly job i liked how chris pine's useless and at one point um i think drug or whatever what did derp. you say she, derp. she's not really <laughs> called derp but that's what she's called though uh, at one point Doric? Derp's she's like, called Doric. yeah at one point derp's like we know what we all bring what do you bring and he's like i bring plans and she's like but we've got the plan so like what do you do now and he's like well, if the plan fails i'll make a new plan and she's like oh okay so you make plans that don't work and yeah. that is essentially his role in the film like he's useless yeah. he can play the the ukulele little thing the lute lute yeah 
and um, that is about it. And he's a little bit charming. Yeah, he brings a bit of fun. But um, I, I love that Chris Pine's Chris Pine is like the sort of star who is like the opposite of Vin Diesel on The Rock. Oh, now right. he's happy to play a role where he's just like, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of the loser, but I'm fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like he did it in Wonder Woman. You know, like he was. Yeah. He did it in obviously this. Like he feels like he's just he's like a fun guy. Yeah, he wants to be involved in a good yeah, film. Yeah, he's just like. he's, he's good like, film I like his this script. I'll do it. I don't care if you know I'm the if I'm the loser, if, if the I'm star. the laughing stock. Yeah, yeah. I'm happy to be the butt of the jokes because you know, I'm, and he's really he's very funny. He's a, mm-hmm. there's a couple of actors who I think are really good at doing humor, like the main A-listers, and I think the the best two for me are Chris Pine and Ryan Gosling. I think they both do humor so well. Yeah, effortless. Um, also, Chris Pine has done the Utley Run. <gasps> he went to Leeds Uni for a year when he was nineteen. It's like an exchange what student. A bloke. I know. That's unbelievable. Yeah, I know. We're as cool as Chris Pine. And cooler than Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel's not done the Ollie Run. Uh, fuck me, imagine if the I Ollie Run it. is a 18 pub, pub crawl in the neighbouring town towards up Leeds. Yes. Imagine Vin Diesel rocking up to the Ollie Run and like Pub 4 said they don't do Corona. Fuck. Or just in cans. Oh, he wouldn't like that. I fucking can't. How's he going to hold it and have the logo out? He couldn't hold the neck Where would his ball? hand go? He'd be drinking it with no hands. He'd just be sweating Everyone, so much. Everyone, look what I'm drinking. Give me money. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on, Mike. What would you rate Dungeons & Dragons? Um, I would give this a 7. I think... I'd give it a 6.5. I think the opening was a little slow. Um, it, and, he, and I think it takes... I understand why it takes a while for the party to be united. But it is definitely at its best when the party are united. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, well, I was thinking about that as well. In I think that's why it was so slow because it take it takes a while, a, well, a long time for Simon to get in, and then a really long time for Derp to get in. Derp, yeah, we. Everyone and in the she's one of the like, most interesting Derp? characters. We want Derp. We <laughs> want Derp. <laughs> but she's one of the, she was my one of my favorites. So. I think that it was missing a lot there that she didn't really get a lot of screen time at all. Hashtag where was Derp? Hashtag justice for Derp. My other kind of minor problem with it was Hugh Grant, I believed, like, I love Hugh Grant as a villain and I believed that he Mm. was doing this all to get rich and stuff. I just did not understand why he wanted the daughter around at all. It was just like, yeah, Well, he made like a throwaway comment, didn't he, that she just loves me unconditionally. Yeah, but no, like, nah. Yeah. yeah, so that was probably my only other complaint. But yeah, seven for me, and I would definitely recommend it. Yeah, I would recommend it too. Uh, swish. You know what that was? It's me doing a basketball. <laughs> I just did a basketball all over your face. What are you going to do about it? Nothing. Katie's quick fire questions. No, too what? long. No. Script, visuals, or soundtrack? Better or worse than you expected? Both. Best act? Third. Best performance? Oh, Batfleck. Batfleck, nice, <laughs> I like that. Nice. Um, That's not fair, it should have been Sonny. No, you said Batfleck now. Sorry, so it was just where my mind went. Like. There you go then, there you go then. You can't apologise for it. Um, what was it about? This was the story of Michael Jordan, the basketball, sort of. It was actually the story of Nike, the mm-hmm. shoe company, and how they were the third runners against Converse and Adidas. Mm-hmm. Adidas? Adidas? It, well, it doesn't really matter. Doesn't matter. 
to basically the basketball division try and get some money get try and get a good sponsor and night were just really uncool not doing very well and they were about to go bust so the this guy on the basketball team for night called sonny something puts his absolute fucking heart and soul into spending all the money on michael jordan sonny derp that was his name <laughs> <laughs> and yeah it's the story of him just fucking risking everything and then the whole basketball division potentially just going to shit. It's the story of Nike E <coughs> trying, putting all their eggs in the Michael Jordan basket. You're better at the summaries, Mike. You know what made me sad about this film? What? It is pronounced Nike. I don't know, I thought it was Nike. I always though. thought it was Nike because it's like bike isn't pronounced bikey. Why is it Nike? There should be a little thing over the E. If it's going to be Nike. No, it should have a year. I kept thinking it all the way through the film. A year? Oh, yeah, like like Nike. Nike. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so straight away, Nike. Uh, you're a liar, just like Quentin Tarantino, because you say your name wrong. So we're going to call it Nike, not Nike, out of uh, common decency. You've uh, got a problem this with film's it? meant. It's <gasps> really, really good. this film. It's a really sharp script, because this should be fucking dull. There is no way this film deserves to be interesting. Yep. Imagine trying to pitch this to like a director. I want to make a film about a shoe, hmm. the origin of a shoe that I really like. I really like this shoe. And I want so to much more it. than that, Mike. But that's the basic. It's a story about a shoe. No one in the, on earth has ever thought I want to see a film about a shoe today. Yeah. Well, what this? Well, I was going to say what I really liked about this, which is still true, is that it was really interesting that Nike were the underdogs in the story. Yeah, it is. But obviously. I know the post-Nike world of them having mm-hmm. the airline. And yeah. it's just fucking well successful. Yeah. So it's weird to go back in time and they're the underdog. Even though it, like Nike was still massive at the time, but just the basketball bit was yeah. shit. No, I it agree, was, It was weird kind of rooting for them, knowing that they were all yeah. stinking rich now. I think it's... But then it was like, they all just... Des- well, definitely this anyway. They deserved it. Oh, yeah. I think it is interesting because like we weren't alive in this era <laughs> as well, so we... Yeah. We obviously didn't know anything about this story. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know a whole lot about Michael Jordan, to be honest. <coughs> um, no, we're not. Um, like, basketball's not really very big. But what I liked, anyway, it wasn't about like Michael Jordan. No, you it wasn't about him You're basically just giving the context of Michael Jordan's mint, and he's going to be fucking mint. Yeah. The Sonny knows it. Mm. Um, and now it's just a case of can Sonny convince his bosses, Michael Jordan's parents, yeah, everyone. to sign with them, basically. To sign with them, yeah. And how will he do it? How will they get people on board? Um, it, uh, Matt Damon's mint. I oh. love Matt Damon as an actor. Every time I see Matt Damon, I think, you are so good. You are one of my favourite actors. And then he just doesn't do anything for a while, and I forget about Matt Damon. And then he pops up in air, and I'm like, I love you, Matt Damon. Yeah, I agree. He's so, he's, especially in this film, he's really good at everything that he's in, but he is sensational. And I think you can... You, you can tell that him and Van Affleck are like real life best friends. Yeah, it's such and good chemistry. Like the scenes they share together are probably my favorite in the film. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just uh, it's nice to see like Ben Affleck play completely against type. He was playing just like a douche. He was really bothered about the color of his Porsche, and mm-hmm. he loves jogging. And he always he whacks Buddhist quotes at the end of everything he says that mm-hmm. you don't relate to anything that came <laughs> before. And yeah. He, he runs in late to the meeting and he's like, oh, I'm a very important man and <laughs> Nike's a very important company. It's hard to even give this film justice when describing it because it was just so good. What I will say about this film as well and about the marketing, I think the trailer really captured yeah, it was a good the tone trailer. of it to again get people in. Because if I had just read about this, I wouldn't go and see it. No. It, the cast dragged me in, but the, the cast, trailer yeah, the really cast was, but, yeah. had me excited for it. 
Yeah. And you know what this is? An Amazon film. Did they just whack it straight on Amazon Prime Video? No. They really? Went, oh, we'll put this in cinemas first, and then we'll put it on Prime. That's no what Amazon way. do with no everything, way. pretty much. Yeah. I bet this is done pretty Completely well. the right way to do. Yeah. Uh, oh, good question. I will tell you. But, um, I mean, do you want to talk about Viola Davis's performance? Oh, my God. So, Viola Davis plays Michael Jordan's mum. Mm-hmm. Derp Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> and she is the fucking best businesswoman. Oh, unbelievable. Unbelievable. If you ever have, like, a parking ticket or something, you want Viola Davis to be there when you dispute it, because you will not have to pay that parking yeah. ticket. What an absolute screen presence she has. She's not real. She's not actually in it that much. And she doesn't have that many lines, but, yeah. Oh, the impact is unbelievable. This is interesting. So it's estimated to have made ni- to have cost $90 million, and so far it's made $54 million. But, again, it will be going on to Prime as well. So I don't mm. really know how a film like this how you judge it in terms of streaming because mm. if they had just plopped it straight on prime like it wouldn't technically have any gross i don't really understand how streaming films make money yeah so fine, yeah. I, I i assume it will be profitable yeah. um and again i just think ben affleck's a really good director yeah um it, it, the way the, that he makes the dialogue snap and again that's credit to the actors as well it's and, and the, the credit of the script chemistry. as well because this yeah. is a, this this guy who wrote the script has done nothing else Really? It's his first script. I'll give. I'll actually Google his name because it was that good. Um, his name is Alex Convery. Well done, Alex. Hopefully not related to anyone in the Converse family because that's a close name and <laughs> it's a real blow against your family if you've <laughs> you've made a Nike film. Yeah, but this, like you, like you said before, this film shouldn't have been interesting. Like the whole third act was basically the pitch. Yeah, and it's tense. It's like. Kind of like kind of like a shootout tent. Yeah. Like you really and are also on the edge like spoilers. But then about to concentrate my own point. You know they get the deal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But the whole film, you're on the edge. You see. That is that's it, isn't it? Because yeah, you know that Air Jordans exist, and you know they're insanely popular. Yeah. But the whole way through, I'm like, oh shit, what? <laughs> I get Michael Jordan. Yeah. Not to convince him. Yeah. I liked as well how it, it just it isn't a film about Michael Jordan at all. Like if anything, you. He, like they actively try and frame him out of shots. Yeah, they do. Um, which I think is clever. It's a little bit distracting. Yeah, they go out. I of would the way say to is a negative is that I kind of get not focusing on him, but how they frame certain shots to have him like look away at just the right time. It's a little bit like, well, just let's see his face. We know he's not gonna look exactly like Michael Jack- Michael Jordan because it's not Michael Jordan. Yeah, yeah. But like, just let us see the actor. <laughs> like, yeah. Because so that is probably my one complaint is that like I get not focusing on him. But maybe it went a little bit too far in certain yeah, scenes. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I like that it's the story of his mum more than anything. Mm. And apparently Ben Affleck, uh, like Michael Jordan wasn't directly involved in the film, but Ben Affleck met with him and was like, so what How? What was your mum like, basically? I think, no, his mum's still alive, but what happened? Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, how yeah. did this go down? And and yeah, I think it's, I mean, the performances are spot on. I, I'm trying to think who I would give best performance to. I feel bad to give it to Ben Affleck, but it's I also the between don't. Damon and Davis for me. But yeah. also, just Jason Bateman is so good in everything. Yeah, he is so good in everything. All the yeah, all the cast was so good. Like his dry sense of humor when Matt Damon's like, "I'm going to pitch it to him that we have the worst fucking basketball division in the <laughs> country," and he just takes a beat and then he goes, "Well, I don't, I do not love it." <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yeah, like no one could make that line as funny as Jason Bateman does. Yeah, totally agree. He is men. Um, what you? I, loved this film it was the best film of the year so far for me Ooh. i give it a nine out of ten nice. i would absolutely recommend it i'm gonna go 
Eight. Yeah. I'm going to go eight. Why? What's this? I don't really know. Is there not enough Legally Blonde Robocop? There wasn't enough Legally Blonde Robocop at, Robocop at all, to be honest. And there were no dead dead knobs, which is, I mean, I always said, you couldn't even get your tattoo out. I couldn't, no, it wasn't appropriate. <laughs> Flexing Intense. it in the cinema whilst the deal's going down. <laughs> shouting justice for derp. <laughs> <laughs> She's getting a derp tattoo right next to the dead knob as well. It's going to be it's gonna be like a sleeve. Derp. It's going to be mint. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah. I don't know what I'm. I just yeah. Eight. I'd recommend it to everyone though. That Tired was your a shit. huge yawn right down the microphone. Tired of your shit. Right down the microphone. We still have what more films to review? You're coming in at this low energy. Sixty-five. Can you name a lot of dinosaurs? No, you can't. We already know that. No. You appreciate seeing dinosaurs on the big screen. Yeah. Yes, you do. Katie's quickfire questions oh. too long no script visuals soundtrack visual better or worse than you expected quick fire don't know mike it's fine you don't know if it was better or worse than you expected you yourself worse <laughs> best act third Third. I don't, there was no, there was no, no belief in that. You just picked a number from one to three. Yeah. Were you asleep during this film? This was no, good. It was good, yeah. But it was worse than you expected. Don't have a go at me if you're not answering. I just don't think you're answering these answer. questions honestly. I think you answered uh. the first two sets of questions honestly. And for sixty-five, you're giving him like a big old dinosaur shit emoji. <laughs> Best performance. Choice of Happy two. Driver. Yeah. That was that. That was easy. She got that one right. Little girl was good as well, though. Oh yeah, she was really good. But really good. Yeah. She didn't uh, say as much, so. I really liked this. I was I was really pleasantly surprised with this. Mm. I, did you not like it? I thought you liked it. I did it. like it. It was good. I did. No, I did really like it. I don't know. This is very difficult to read. <laughs> Everything you're saying is a contradiction <laughs> of what came before. Uh. Oh, it was shit, but I did love it. But yeah. <laughs> It was too dark, but then too light. And you talk about it for a little bit. Funny, but sad. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It, I, I thought it was a really simple plot. Um, mm. Future planet. He's doing a time travel. He's doing a. He's doing a space bus thing for those frozen people. Crashes. Oh no! Only one survivor. Little girl doesn't speak his language. Uh, they become close, and then they quickly realize, oh no, we're on prehistoric Earth before the dinosaur Beautiful asteroid summer. comes down. And he's like, oh, no, derp. We need to get out of here. <laughs> um, and there's, there's, a, there's actually a really, like, kind of what, what surprised me and what I liked about it was there was actually quite a lot of, like, emotion and heart in it, mm. um, which I think is probably why Adam Driver signed on because he's, like, such a good actor and it was always a bit of a surprise with, like, Adam Driver's in a dinosaur film. <laughs> but, yeah. I yeah, mean, so much more than that. It's classic B-movie, but it's, like, really good B-movie. And, uh, yeah, I was impressed. I thought all the dinosaurs looked good um i liked that it was different types of dinosaurs it wasn't just blue you know running out and high-fiving yeah, in yeah, yeah there was loads um, of different ones um a lot of edgy ones yeah edgy dinosaurs. it looked really good yeah and i liked the plot i, I like a good simple plot but that's well thought out with you know two good characters I think that's why i'm it. struggling to think about it because it, I, I remember really like loving it mm. but now i'm trying to recap on it and 
I feel like nothing happened. We both That's absolutely shot ourselves at one point oh, as well. Oh, yeah, we did. We He's did. looking at some dinosaurs off in the distance down a hill, mm. and then one runs right at him, and yeah, we both did a little scream. Yeah, we did. I think actually, though, to contradict myself again, <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'd love to do that. <laughs> that shows that it was really good, because if I'm struggling to like recall the plot, and it was over 90 minutes. Only like 95 or something, yeah, but, it was. But yeah, and I still really enjoyed it for all that time, to, to not really be able to... You were so immersed in it. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so it's that, so basically he, he goes, Adam Driver's, the, the emotion of the film comes from, he goes on this trip, He he's the pilot, mm-hmm. the space pilot. Is the captain? Captain, what? yeah. Yeah. He's the, the space pilot captain of, of the ship, and he only takes a job basically because his daughter's sick, and they obviously need money for her treatment. Yeah. And while he's over there, you find out later that she dies and he basically wasn't there. So he's wrapped with guilt and everything. Mm-hmm. So him finding kind of like a young girl whose parents have died is, he essentially, you know. It's the, it just forms a yeah. really nice relationship, that especially he's because the, they he's don't the speak the same language. She's lost. Yeah. She's the daughter he lost in a way. They and find themselves and each other. Yeah, and it's it's dead sweet and nice. And I kind of like things where people can't don't speak the same language, but they kind of just learn to communicate. Isn't that There's another example that I can't think of. Arrival. Oh, no, it's Logan. With um, Logan and uh, little girl Wolverine, mm. X-23, I think she's called. She pretends not to be able to speak English for like the first hour and a half of the film, <laughs> but they still kind of bond. And I, I always think, yeah, I like that. Like... That's a proper, you know, again, non-verbal stuff. I like that. It's just interesting. It's different. Yeah, it's nice. Communicating. It's nice to get it across. Yeah. Again, because it just shows it's a credit to the actors and. Yeah, it the, is. Well, can I say the script? Well, I suppose it is a script. And yeah, the I think so. Direction yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. That you still ruin for. Yeah. And then they like finally hug at hug at one point. And you're like, oh. Yeah, it's nice. Wholesome. Uh, and I think all the tech and stuff's cool. He has some little like um, balls that blow up. He has a really cool gun. I didn't really understand the gun. At one point, he turns it into a shotgun. And I was like, why wouldn't you always have it on shotgun mode? <laughs> the shotgun mode, it takes down like a T-Rex in about eight shots. Always have it in that mode. Yeah. Why are you wasting time with normal bullets? It does um, seem like a waste of There's time. some genuinely tense bits, though, with the dinosaurs. There's a bit where like um, Adam Driver's nearly sinking in quicksand. That bit didn't have a dinosaur in it. <laughs> Did a bad dinosaur, <laughs> for example. There's a bit where like the little girl gets, um, one of them grabs a hood. And he's yeah. like dragging her away, and Adam Driver has to. But he's like busy. He's just fallen out of a tree, and his arm's been dislocated. And he's like whacking it against the tree, trying to get it back in so he can shoot. Oh yeah, it's really, it's actually really tense. Yeah, it? there's a bit where Adam Driver's like in a cave with it a dinosaur. It kind of was thin. On, it was thin on plot, but it was really, it was really captivating. I agree, thin on plot to an extent, but I think every moment was well done. Like yeah, yeah. That's what I mean, it's hard to review because it was really good, but I mean. What? I think it was better than maybe any of the Jurassic World movies. Maybe not Jurassic World 1, but miles better than whatever the third one was called that was just fucking nonsense. Yeah. Awful. Totally agree. But this was, yeah, I think, and again, we've we've said this before on the podcast, like B-movies coming back like this and doing fairly well at the cinema is just a good thing, like just an original story. Yeah. Like, a lot of fun. And straight away, you see the Astro and you're like, oh, okay, it's obviously obviously marketed, that's it. But like, yeah, fun. Yeah. A man from the future crashes on prehistoric. Yeah, uh, just like a very really, like a simple original yeah. idea that you can just get totally lost in. It's like one of those uh, like what if concepts in it, like what if a spaceman mm. crashed onto Earth before the asteroid, and yeah, and you build out from there. What if a bear did cocaine? 
Like, <laughs> it's one of them. It's one of them, like, what if? And you're like, oh, yeah, shit, Yeah, I that really love this. I did really enjoy it. Yeah. I'd give this a... What did I give Dungeons & Dragons? A 7. Yeah. I prefer 65. No, I'm going to give it a 7 as well. I think they're on a par. I think I'd give this a 7.5. Yeah, I was tempted. I was tempted, but I think it'd be a bit cruel to Dungeons & Dragons. But I've only watched both of them once, and I do always watch everything twice, so that could sway me. I think this was better than Dungeons and Dragons. I think it might have been. I'm gonna have to rewatch them. Mm. Rewatch them. Twitter at Sweet Films Out. Let us know what you thought. Anyway, that takes us down to the hot seat. Bada 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 bada. Hot uh, seat. <laughs> you change that theme tune every week. I do, yeah. But that one was that one was good. I liked that one. I liked it too. So, has any of our trailers today uh, made it into a trailer for you? Has anything beat? We have a ghost for you. Nope. Nothing's beaten Fast X for me either. Best trailer. Anything beat Barbie? No. No, nothing beat Spider-Verse for me either. Biggest disappointment. I have Mario. You have Luther, uh, the piece of shit. <laughs> no, it's staying there. Yeah, same. Uh, most pleasant surprise. I have Extraordinary. You have Plane. Hmm. I'm changing mine. Two. Definitely. I can't dis- I'm going to change mine to 65. Mm, or should I change it to air? tricky i'm going 65 I, I was surprised i feel like i want to agree with you but then when you asked on my review i said it was worse than i expected that is true you did yeah i regret saying that yeah and i, I tried to help you <laughs> i tried no. to help you it was a dumb thing to yeah. say you weren't thinking it through i wasn't thinking it through almost like you don't enjoy katie's one word answers a beloved section of the podcast <laughs> i'll put dungeons and dragons in there dungeons and dragons surprise. nice okay um Worst sequel tease, we both went with Luther, the piece of shit. I think he has to stay there. Yeah. Uh, strangest moment, I still have Silly Billy. I get a laugh out of that every week. It reminds me of the moment. Uh, <laughs> you still have Titanium from uh, Megan. I'm dying to get that out, but yeah. there's nothing stopping it. Uh, worst performance, we both have Shazam. Oh. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, we got the boss from Megan out. Yeah. I'm just dying to get Megan out altogether. I want her gone. Oh, really? Uh, best performance I still have James Norton you have Michael B. Jordan for Creed 3 oh I'm swapping him out oh is it Viola yeah I kind of do want to give it Viola can I give it Matt Damon as well Mm, only one I'm afraid you don't have to choose Sophie's choice I'll I'll give it Matt Damon Matt Damon I would love it if he makes it into our end of year awards when we do a big ceremony it's going to be like the Oscars one of us is going to fall on stage. I'll piss my <laughs> pants like uh, Bradley Cooper in The Star is Born. <laughs> we'll get derp up on stage. We'll all... We're going to get derp absolutely shit face. She's going to love it. <laughs> We're all going to be absolutely derped by the end of the night. Uh, Kate will have a dead knob tattoo out. Just waving it around, for l- flexing it, bringing it back to life. Oh, dear. Uh, worst film, Luther and the Piece of Shit, which is how I'm going to refer to it. From <laughs> it's actually called Luther the Fallen Son, but I'm calling it Luther and the Giant Floating Turd because it is just awful. That's staying for me. Yes, yeah. And then both our best films is Puss in Boots. Nothing's beat Puss in Boots for me, but you want to change to her? I'm going to put her in, yeah. Nice. Uh, if anything beats Puss in Boots, it's a hell of an achievement for me. Because that film, fucking hell. So good. Um, anyway, so they're the early award winners. And that brings this Lord of Old Waffle to a conclusion. Conclusion. Thank you for listening. If you listened all the way through. Mm-hmm. Thank you, thank you. These are out every Tuesday. 
uh, and on Wednesday, tomorrow, if you listen on the day of release, uh, Drunken Debate for Who is the Best Chris comes out. Uh, Chris Evans, Chris Pine, Chris Pratt, and Chris Hemsworth Hemsler. are all debated over 10 different categories. And on Thursday, uh, they come out, uh, Drunk Debates come out every other Wednesday. And on Thursday, and every Thursday, we release a drink long commentary where we turn a film into a drinking game and teach you how to play it. Uh, E.g. we get pissed and talk over a film. Uh, <laughs> and this Thursday we're doing Murder Mystery 2, which we watched for the first time whilst drunk and whilst recording it, and we loved it. We did love Absolute it. Absolute pleasure. Um, please get in touch on Twitter. Let us know what you thought of any of the films we mentioned today, any of the news we mentioned, any of the trailers. Let us know what you want us to do uh, drink one commentaries for. Let get us know touch. how you're feeling. Let us know if you you constipated or not. Like, just Whatever anything you want to tell us, we're Anything at all. Um... Thank you very much for listening. Uh, and uh, leave us a review if you liked it. If you didn't, don't be mean. And uh, thank you and goodbye. Goodbye.